Scaffoam North America specializes in scaffold sales and rental. For over 40 years, Scaffoam has developed its global footprint with physical locations in 15 countries. However, as a group, we haven't lost our family-owned roots. Serving North America with locations in Canada and the USA, we strive to offer our clients the highest caliber of products with the most professional and efficient staff. Products typically include scaffolding and heavy-duty shoring systems. Our scaffold design team and engineering group are even able to make custom solutions for customers when they're in need of a specific product that no one else provides. We are industrially focused with large infrastructure projects, including but not limited to towers, facades, bird cages, spheres, suspended scaffolds, refineries, dams, power stations, bridges, water towers or standpipes, water digesters, hoardings, stair towers, and rolling scaffolds. If you would like to learn more about Scaffoam International, please see scaffoam-rux.com. Welcome to the Sailor Jimmy Podcast, your one-stop shop for raw takes on current events, sports, news, and everything in between. Inspiring people to chase their dreams, share their success stories, and find joy in life. Season 1 is presented by Scaffoam North America. Now, here's your captain at the helm, U.S. Navy veteran, Jimmy Rogers. What is up, shipmates? We're in the studio for another episode of the Sailor Jimmy Podcast. And today we have a very, very special guest, a good friend of mine, Miss Debbie Glenn, who is the owner of Redbrick Tavern in Conroe, Texas. Debbie, welcome to the show. Hey, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. You bet. So we'd like to start the show off with a little rapid fire questions to kind of get Ooh. your brain working a little bit. So we're looking for one word answers. All right. Are you ready? So many rules. These are going to be very, very tough questions. Okay. Okay. So make sure you give the right, right answer here. Coffee or tea? Coffee. <laughs> As we drink coffee today. Yes. Thank you, Beefy. Uh, if you could solve one world problem, what would it be? That's See, not fair. It- <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> See, you thought it was going to be uh, easy with the coffee and tea. Then I hit you with the tough one. I was going to say world peace, but that's like two words. So, uh. <laughs> I mean, I guess politics. We'd solve politics. Yeah. Every time we do this segment, people give not one word responses. Yeah. But you can't solve politics. You said if I could, what would if I you solve? Could solve one- <laughs> I guess it is a real problem. Yeah. What would you do to solve it? That's not a one word answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot do that. All right, fine. What's your dream job? I'm living it. Singer-songwriter. It's a hyphenated word, so that would be one. Favorite superhero? Oh, Batman. Batman knocked on my door last night to get candy. Nice. I said, watch out for Superman. He's right behind you. Yes. Favorite band? Oh, you know, that's really not fair. Why? (laughs) (laughs) You're going to hurt somebody's feelings? (laughs) Oh, I I refuse on the grounds I might incriminate myself. How about Southern Disposition? Let's see. I love Randy Rogers. I love Aaron Watson. Great band. Are you just saying that because they're coming to town soon? I mean, I'm, I, I can suck up too. <laughs> a little brown noser. My favorite band would be hard to choose too, but I have to say that my favorite genre is country and George Strait. I mean, he's the king, right? Yeah. All right. So welcome to the show. We have you on today to talk about a couple of things that are coming up in the near future for you and I. But before we get to that... Let the viewers know a little bit more more about yourself. So you're the owner of Red Brick Tavern, which is a, I'll let you describe it. Tell us about Red Brick Tavern, your venue and restaurant in Conroe. So the Red Brick Tavern is a foodie destination and we make everything from scratch daily. We open 7 a.m., seven days a week, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
We do live music and we're known for our songwriters. I like to say we grow songwriters. In fact, I had Parker McCollum on my stage just four years ago. Wow. Yeah. That's and pretty remarkable. It is pretty remarkable yeah. at what he's accomplished. But there's a lot of stages out there for cover bands and there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm a sucker for the story behind the song. Tell me how you wrote that. Where'd you come up with that hook? You right. know, I love that. So that's what we do. I've been to some of the, the very first person I saw at Red Brick Tavern was Bonnie Bishop. Oh, she's yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah. So oh. we came to see her there and she actually sang at my wedding. Her family is good friends with Lindsay's family. So I've been to the shows there, and what I like about it is that it's very intimate. Yes. So no seat in the house is a bad seat because it's not a very big place. But And then also, like you said, the story, getting to hear the stories behind the songs and hear the artists talk about how they wrote the song or what inspired them to write the song, that's, that's all a really cool experience. When did you open the Red Brick 2012. Tavern? So we've just been open 10 years. Okay. And well, who are some other notable names? I, I know there's one big one out there. So Leroy Parnell has played. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, blues, really great. He called me up. He said, Debbie Glenn, I hear you're opening a live music venue. I said, well, it's it's just an intimate little venue. He goes, I'm coming to play there. Book me a date. I said, oh, oh, no. No, Leroy, we're a little too small for you. He goes, I don't care, Glenn. I said, book me a date. I said, okay. Do as told. Another one of my favorites, Tony Arada. He wrote the dance for Garth Brooks, Dreaming With My Eyes Wide Open, Clay Walker, Here I Am, Patty Loveless, Doug Supernaw. The late Doug Supernova. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So when he came back into wanting to tour, Mary Minter with the CMA of Texas called me and she said, would you mind if he played your place? I said, we'll roll the red carpet out. He's one of my favorites. Right. She said, well, you know, it's going to be one of his first gigs back. So maybe we'll keep it to 60 minutes. And I said, whatever you need. Yeah. And he ended up playing like three or four hours. Wow. It was amazing. He was enjoying himself, obviously. It was a great time. Great time. Fred Noblock. Didn't you tell me something about Vince Gill? So Vince Gill played next door at the Crichton Theater. Gotcha. So one of my friends writes for Vince and Emmylou Harris and was featured on Johnny Cash's album. I was taking Mark back to the airport after he played a show. And I said, hey, uh, I, I hear you and Vince do a thing over at the Bluebird Cafe. You ought to have him call me sometime. We'll, we'll put him up over here in Conroe, Texas at the Crichton. About six months later, my phone rings. I was like, well, hello, this is Debbie Glenn. He's like, this is Vince Gill. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm looking for cameras. <laughs> he, says, he says, excuse he me. You? Vince Gill called he did. you? Wow. Did you save his number? No, I did not. That's what I'm supposed to say. Let's anyway. Text him. Let's, yeah, say, yeah. let's text him. Yeah. Well, it was a blocked number, right? <laughs> was it? And yeah. so I almost didn't answer it. Anyway, he came to Texas for the good music and the good Mexican food. I love Vince Gill. He's one of my favorites. He is one of my favorites, too. Well, that's cool. I feel like your venue or establishment is kind of like a historical spot in Conroe. That's how I feel about it. Like, food's good, too. I've had the pizza. Pizza's one of my favorites. Well, which pizza did you have? Do you uh, remember? I think it was like the Meat Lovers, maybe. Yeah, we've got that. And we've got a pizza mignon, which is like filet mignon pizza. It's, it's It was delicious. Yeah. I was there for election night, the governor election, a couple yeah. of months ago. Yeah. Oh, you might have run my, into my buddy, Chad Prather. Yeah, my good friend, Chad Prather. Yeah, was, we were watching the votes come in. Yeah, we were, we were right He's there. We were right there. Yeah. No, I love Chad. I do, too. You have a background in music yourself. You're a singer-songwriter, so you're part of a band. Tell us about your band, what y'all sing, what's your genre? So our band's name is Southern Disposition, and that kind of comes from our genre. Folk, Americana, country, Southern rock, a little bit of everything. Little Stevie Nicks, Bonnie Raitt, Janis Joplin. 
But my writing flair <clears throat> is a little old school country, yeah. you know? Won the CMA of Texas New Song of the Year for 2018. It's a song wow. I wrote with Tony Ramey, which is one of my all-time favorite songwriters. Wow. Gotten to write with him, and I've most recently been writing with Don Rollins, who wrote Five O'Clock Somewhere. Wow. So I'm having a ball. When's the next show? When's, when can we see you play again? Well, you know, we have a festival coming up, 1111 Music oh, Fest. yeah. I penciled myself in on that little lineup. Okay. So that's let's talk about that. 1111 Music Fest. This is a brand new music festival. You have some experience putting on festivals, but it's been a while. But you have, I guess you got an itch to, to do it again. So you're launching this new music festival this year. You've put together one hell of a lineup. You got Randy Rogers and Sony LaRue at the top. Your band's going to be playing it. How many other bands? I think we have 23 total. 23 total bands over two yeah. days. Yes. Sunny Sweeney. Oh. Throw some names out there. She's in a bad girl phase, and so am I. No, she's <laughs> she is an amazing songwriter. And I love lifting up fellow female songwriters. It's a hard business being a female in the whole music world. I've always thought about a cool music festival that's like an all-women music fest. No one would come. No, they would come. I know. I'm just being no. funny. <laughs> that's but I, I'm just, taking a shot at the men here. Yeah, you might want to take that that's off. That's <laughs> sexist. So sexist. No, she can keep that. Well, no. I mean, truly, it's no secret. It's hard for women for sure. in the business. But you know what? It just makes you work harder. Right. And when you do shine, you shine brighter. You know, like the Bonnie Bishops of the world, right. the Sunny Sweeney's of the world. Why do you think that is? Why is it difficult for more difficult for women? I don't know. Because there's so many talented female artists out oh, there. Yeah, there really know? are. I absolutely love like the Ashley McBrides of the world, the Martina McBride, like all the the big names, Shania Twain's. I feel like a woman. Like I love those artists. Those are some. Of my, I I drive down 99 jamming Taylor Swift. Like when my kids I'm not were little, to admit it. I mean, I'm a guy. Like I, we had it. The radio turned up and yeah. Shania Twain would come on, and my daughter in the back seat, Haley, she said, "Mom, turn up Shania Twain." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. I don't know why that is. It just is. But I think the tides are turning. Yeah. I think that the women who decide to stick it out and not look at that, just keep going. I think they rise to the top. I still think the All Women Music Festival is a good idea. Well, we'll do that one next. Yeah. How about we we'll do that to. and we'll raise money for Boots for Troops? Sounds like a plan. Now, have you heard of Drake White? I, I cannot. I'd be remiss if I did not mention Drake White. You keep telling Drake me about White. Drake White, and I've heard a few of his songs. Sounds he sounds really good, but I've never seen him play live. So it's going to be. Is a he street. playing Friday or Saturday night? He's playing Saturday night. So that's the twelfth. That's a big day. Yes, yeah. we've got Southern Disposition, mm -hmm. William Beckman, Drake White. Stoney LaRue and Randy Rogers on the big stage. Wow. It's going to be that's great. That's going to be one heck of a lineup. Yeah. That's going to be a heck of a show. Yes. That's November 12th. 12th. Saturday, November 12th. When this episode drops, it'll be this coming Saturday. So make sure you get your tickets to the 1111 Music Festival. That's going to be going on Friday and Saturday, though. So 1111 and 1112. Friday night has, is that more like a locals band night or is yeah, it? Yeah, so we have Tony Ramey, Sheila Marshall, Sonny Sweeney, Don Rollins, who wrote Five O'Clock Somewhere. A lot of our songwriters. Okay. You know, Friday inherently is a slower type day for festivals. And so what we were trying to do is give people a reason to come out, mm -hmm. but put a lot of the big artists on the Saturday so that people, if they were coming from out of town, sure. could see that. Yeah, you got everybody trying to get home from work on Friday and then. It's Veterans Day. Hopefully they won't be working oh, that's too true. hard. It is Veterans Day weekend for the 1111 Music Festival. Is this something that you're planning on doing every year? It from, is. From here on out? Yes, sir. Okay. So if you're in the North Houston or anywhere in Houston area, the 1111 Music Festival featuring Randy Rogers Band, Stoney LaRue, and 23 total bands. Three different stages. Three different stages. Come out. Get your ticket. Where can you get your tickets at? 
You can go to our website, www.11-11musicfest.com, and that's 11, just yeah. one one. So www.11-11musicfest.com. And there's some other activities that are surrounding this event that I know you're doing some stuff for Boots for Troops, which I'm very grateful for. We're doing a fun run Friday morning, the 11th, right? From B52 Brewery over off of 105 and Lake Road, yes. So from B52 Brewery over to the concert grounds, we're going to do a fun run in the morning. You don't have to run it. You can walk it, jog it, it, whatever you choose. So join us for that. We're going to be taking off at 7 a.m. Yes. And you're going to get a goodie bag, a t-shirt, a Boots for Trips t-shirt, a mug or something like that. Yeah, a pint glass. Pint glass. So join us for the fun run. All the entries for the fun run Friday morning are going to go to Boots for Troops. So come join us for that. You can also get a weekend pass, right? So if you want to go Friday and Saturday. Yes, we have weekend passes available for general admission, VIP and super VIP. So in the VIP and super VIP, there's uh, guaranteed seating and tables if there's people that love to go to the festivals, but they're getting a little tired of sitting on the ground or just hanging out. They can get a assigned seat. Okay. Not to put you on the spot, but oh boy. what's your favorite Randy Rogers song? Okay. So <laughs> on it, you, this, this one I can answer. <laughs> I love Picture Frames off yeah. of his new CD, Homecoming. Yeah. It is amazing. Well, have you let him know that he has to sing it? He has to be on the set list. Well, I don't think we're supposed to do that, but I mean, if if I, <laughs> I don't it see it morning. on his set list, I might like get a sharpie marker and write it in. I did that this morning. I was talking to, as you know, we have Shenandoah coming into town this weekend for concert in the country, and I was speaking to the tour manager this morning, and I was telling him, "Hey, it's going to be a seventy-five minute set instead of a ninety because we have Aaron Watson and Shenandoah, and just the way the scheduling works out with the noise curfew, we had to make it that way." So I said, so, you know, he can cut whatever songs he wants to cut, except for the Moon Over Georgia. He has to play Moon Over Georgia. And that's when he looked at the set and said, oh, we weren't going to do that one. Sorry. <laughs> no, he said he'll definitely not cut All that right, one. that's so good. I'm that's like, good. Yes. That's my favorite one. What other activities are surrounding this event? We talked about the fun run, obviously the bands and the, and the music going on Friday and Saturday. What else you got going on? So we have a car show with classic and exotic cars, and depending on the weather, obviously. And then we have rock and roll bingo. Be kind of fun. We have a poker tournament for charity. We have caricature artists, big giant yard games. I mean, we're just trying to keep it fun, friendly, lighthearted, and upscale. And you can find out all the scheduling for this stuff at the website? We just released the schedule, and it's on the website at www.11-11musicfest.com. Okay, cool. So let's talk some sports. Are you a big sports fan? Love the Astros. Love the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, no way. Get her yes, off. Get her yes. out of here. Cowboys. Well, you don't like the Astros? No, What's I wrong love with the Ast- you? Did you I, all no, hear no, no, that? No, he does I not love, like the Astros. I love the Astros. What this, is wrong with you? It's that other team that you mentioned hey, that's that God's team. me. How, How you, is that God's team? Well, <laughs> I mean, it, it just is. It's a, it's a very well-known fact. Randy Rogers has a song. Dude, for just one team. The, Have you listened to the, his the new album? The two most annoying fan bases in the world are the Dallas Cowboys and the Yankees. Well, that's because you're and not you're on the right team. That. You're a that's part of that. That's because you're on the wrong team. If you <laughs> no. were on the right team and you were in love with God's team, then it wouldn't be so annoying. It's Amer- they say it's America's team, not God's team. Well, it's America's team and God's team. But no, the Cowboys fans. I mean, I'm so tired of hearing. Randy about- Rogers, do you hear that? He does not like the Cowboys. Well, that's fine, but yes, the, yes. I'm telling you right now, Jimmy Rogers, right here. Su- you have not won a Super Bowl since my grandma was a cheerleader in high school, and you keep talking. All y'all talk about is, oh, we won five Super Bowls. Y'all never won a Super Bowl. Oh, well, did you know that 
since the Texans came into the NFL, they've won more playoff games than the Cowboys since they came into the NFL. Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm not a fair weather fan like that, Jimmy. I like the Texans. I also like the Cowboys. Oh you my know? gosh! You I can't just, be a Cowboys and Texans fan. Well, then I'm a Cowboys <laughs> fan first. Sorry. Let's just not talk about them. Let's, Let's just talk about not the Astros. Do it. Yes, how about them Astros? How, what do you think? How, how many games do you think it goes? Oh, I think it's going to go three. Three more. I think we're going to so take it. we're going it. for the finishing five. I hope so because I need that for concert and the country purposes for it to close out in game five. So what is your favorite memory of being in the music industry? I know you've probably been to a lot of concerts. A lot of people been have come to your establishment oh. and played. If you could like relive one night, what was the night that's like you're never going to forget? Oh, just one if you want to give us more than one, that's fine. But So my friend Tony Arada and Fred Noblock mm-hmm. play at the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville with Tom Schuyler and Jelly Roll place, Johnson. Right, yeah, unless you well, know to like see a show. Yeah, I walked up to the door. Fred had invited me and I walked up to the door and the doorman said, do you have tickets or do you not have tickets? I said, well, I'm not sure. He said, well, then you don't have tickets. I said, well, I, I mean, Fred just told me to come. He's like, oh, yeah, here, let me let you in. That was my <laughs> so kind of ticket. I've just heard about that place that like. It's you, hard to get into. Yeah, you can't get tickets to a show. Yeah. Like, it's very exclusive. Don't walk up thinking you're just going to walk in. Yeah, yeah. So get your tickets prior. But, but what was really interesting is they do Bluebird on the Mountain, which is at the observatory. And so here you are under the stars. And they're doing that same show. And I got to tell you, it was life-changing. It was beautiful. It was absolutely gorgeous. Different. How how do you describe it? Well, I mean, you know, you're on the top of this mountain under the stars and you've got the observatory. Yeah. And just, I don't know, maybe you're closer to God or or maybe it's just more intimate or less commercialized and you bring a blanket and whatever you're eating and drinking and here's this show just it's so real and I, I i can't explain it you'll just have to go do it if you're I, lucky I to do, do it i do want to go to bluebird cafe i've always wanted to go there i just don't know how i'm ever going to get in maybe there's somebody maybe if i spend enough time in this music industry i'll find a way well in, i hear but, they like the cowboys so maybe you can oh tell them gosh, you love the cowboys the cowboys and- god that's a, that word is not allowed on the show no <laughs> I don't usually. You need counseling. It's fine. I'm not, I'm not for the word hate because I don't hate anybody or anything. That's good. But I hate it's the progress. Cowboys. Oh, like, my God. Just because the fans are so annoying. Like, gosh. You're, you're saying I'm annoying? When you talk about your team, you are. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but uh, other than that, you're a great person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because uh-huh. you, and, and, and speaking well, of that. remember me when I was going to, like, invite y'all to the Bluebird Cafe. And oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Not anymore. I, I, Okay, I, I like the Cowboys. Okay, just yeah, I'm sure you do. We can work no, on that. No, but speaking of you being a good person, I'm not just being funny. You do do a lot in the community. You have donated this past year for our gala, for Boots for Troops, you donated a whole private, exclusive private dinner at somebody's home. You and your team came out and for the person who won the won the auction, and you guys were amazing. Y'all cooked and had all the best food, the appetizers, the entrees, the whiskeys, the tequilas, and... I think we raised like $5,000 with that auction item, if I remember correctly. So talk about your involvement in the community, some of the different nonprofits that you serve or you support. Well, I love giving back. I believe it's what you leave in this life that you'll be remembered by, hopefully. And so some of my favorite charities that we're actually giving back to on, on this concert for the 1111 Music Fest are Boots for Tropes. And then another nonprofit that I sit on the board of is Raising a Hand for Rhett. Okay. 
And if you're not familiar with Raising a Hand for Rhett, Clint Black's niece, Kevin Black's daughter, Courtney Black, passed away from Rhett syndrome. And it's a horrible disease where you have a little baby girl that is born and about four or five years into it, things start not adding up, you know, forgets how to talk or walk or eat or starts deteriorating very rapidly. And it's literally up until years recently has been a death sentence. And one of my very good friends and photographer, Dave Clements, decided that he was going to enlist help to try to find a cure. He's going to raise money. And he said, you know, when I was back in school, if someone wanted to help, they ask who who wants to help and yeah. someone would raise their hand. Right. So he has gone all over the country taking photography of musicians raising a hand for Rhett. And people like B.B. King. Oh, those are pictures that are on your wall at Red Brick? Those are all over the walls at Red Brick. that's what I thought. That's what I thought. And there's two volumes so far, volume one and volume two. Stevie Nicks, George Strait, your favorite. You should have one of those books. How do I get one of these photos? Well, we have them for sale at the Red Brick Tavern. Okay. And if you donate money to Raising a Hand for Rhett, we'll give you the photo and a book. Or you can go to RaisingAHandForRhett.com and there's all of those on that's interesting. Listed. So is he the one, only one that travels and takes these photos? Are you guys always looking for somebody to like, let's just say we have Aaron Watson coming this weekend, right? Can we have our photographer like say, hey, we are talking to Aaron, like, hey, can you raise your hand for... Well, Rhett? I could make a phone call and Dave Clements could be there and take a photo. Aaron might be in the book. Oh, is he? Okay. Maybe. I don't have a list because there's like four or 500 different... I know Vince Gill's in the book, Willie Nelson. That's pretty cool. Tony Ramey. I mean... Right. Ray Price, like a lot of greats are in this book. I think B.B. King, the one of him is one of the last known photos of right. him on stage. Wow. So a lot of great. So we raise money. The books are $39 a piece. The only thing that comes out of the book is the $8 that it costs to manufacture it. Wow. He donated all of his time, all of his travel expenses, and all of his <clears throat> artwork. And who is this? This is Dave Clements. Dave Clements. And then big um, shout out to Dave. That's oh, big awesome. shout out to Dave. Yeah. He's amazing. Kevin Black does have some photography in the book as well. Okay. What an amazing songwriter and musician. And I'm glad we can do something to help. Who, you talking about Kevin Black? Mm-hmm. That's Clint Black's brother. Brother. He's and, a songwriter. Yes. And Courtney Black is his child who passed away from Rhett. Okay. So what's really fun is we've raised money that has gone to research and in lab animals. From what I understand, they've actually been able to stop the progression. So okay. um, we've made some progress. Yes. Awesome. And that, that feels really good when you're saving babies, saving and little I, girls. You know, I'm heavily involved in my community and this kind of like my career path and everything that I've done in my life since I've left the military that's involved in giving back. It was never a plan for me. Like kind of just like I prayed and prayed and prayed when I was going out of the military. You know, God land me in a career where I'm helping other people. And my thought was I wanted to be like a high school basketball coach or a, I could mentor young men. But ugh, the path I went on was God's plan for me. I totally believe that. Totally believe that. But I have a lot of people in my life that I see they're just living life and they're not involved in their community. They're not doing anything to give back. And I always want to reiterate or give my advice to get involved in your community. Absolutely. Do something. It doesn't have to be Boots for Troops. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm biased to that charity. But it, some people are connected to you know homelessness or cancer or whatever. But I've experienced so many emotions in my life. But there's never a better feeling than whenever you see somebody or you, whenever you can make a positive impact on somebody else's life. Absolutely. And that's the best feeling in the entire world. So get out, volunteer, go donate your time. 
If you have the means to donate your money, donate your money, but be involved. Like you said, when you leave this earth, you're going to be remembered for how you impacted your community and what you did for other people, not what house you had or what car you drove. So I want to thank you for everything you do in the community and what you've done for me to help Boots for Troops. Just met you like a year ago, maybe, or a year and a half ago, and you jumped right in and got involved. So I appreciate that. What advice do you have for young people that, as far as getting involved in their community and, and giving their time and their energy and their Well, I skills. started off with the Conroning Lions Club. I've been a member since 1993. Started off with I love the Lions two. Club. I love the Lions Club. They've been very helpful for us as well, so... Yeah. And there's Lions Clubs all over the world in different countries. But I think that's a great place to start. Kiwanis Club, Lions Club, some kind of civic organization where they'll show you how to get involved. And then it's really organic from there. Along with a couple of other people in my community, we started the Conroe Kids Fest and it grew to be so big that we had to give it off to the city of Conroe. I've been involved with the Conroe Catfish Festival. I think that it's it becomes very organic when you hang around other people that are giving back yeah, to their community. For sure. It's very easy to get involved. Now, don't get too involved because you get too spread too thin and then you're not really of any use to anybody. Right. But when you hang out with like-minded right. people, I think it becomes very easy to roll up your sleeves and say, you know, I want to help raise money for this organization or that organization. And when you get involved in an organization that you truly believe in, it's really not work anymore. It's not. And to your point, I was thinking this while you were talking, our volunteer core base and the people that come out and help us, our committees, they're like family. Yes. Like we go and we spend time together outside of just volunteering. We could call in each other anytime, need anything, and we're there for each other. So if you, even if you're feeling like that emptiness inside, like you want to get, you want to be a part of something, the people in our organization, like I said, they're family and yes. that's what you'll find too. When you volunteer and you get involved in your community, you become a part of, when you become a part of an organization, if it's a good organization, you will become a part of a family. Yeah. That's big for me. And I want to shout out to all my committee members and all my volunteers and all the people who put in so many hours. I mean, these people come out and they're not paid and they put in hours and hours and hours of time to help us be successful. I'm always truly blown away by that, how people can just show up. It's just incredible. They come out and they work for days and days and days for the concert in the country and they're not getting paid. They're doing it out of the kindness of their heart. And that's the kind of people I want to be around. That's the kind of people you were talking about, be around like-minded people who want to make the world a better place. So, And one thing too is that In this world, there's a lot of people dealing with anxiety and PTSD and depression. Right. And those are very, very real feelings. But when you are involved with other people and you're giving back, it's a there's a healing process that takes place there. 100%. I believe that. So get involved. Get I back. deal with it myself. I'm not afraid to talk about it. I deal with depression and anxiety. I overthink things and man, when I but when I get around those people and they're working hard and we're working together as a team, like you said, there's a comfort in that that you'll find. I do have a problem not saying no because a lot of people will act mm-hmm. because like you said, you can stretch yourself too thin and when you become known as the person who's always involved in the community, you get a lot of requests and all to ask for things and sometimes you can't fulfill them all. But like you said, try to find an organization or a cause that you care about and get involved with that and make the world a better place, y'all. Absolutely.
So let's talk about your sponsors because we got to have sponsors to make these events happen. So let's shout out some of the sponsors that are helping us. Well, first and foremost is Western Shadows, letting us use their beautiful event venue on 20 acres okay. to kind of build a, an upscale place. We've got Bernhardt Winery, Raising Canes, yummy chicken. Love them. Love Raising Canes. Yeah. Bud Light. Can't have a festival without a good Bud Light or an Ultra for me. Ice cold Bud Light. Uh, Fairway Mortgage Group, South Shore. Three-phase power solutions. I did mention Tommy's Paint and Body, right? They're one of my favorites. I love them. Tommy's Paint and Body. I know. I love them. If you're ever looking for a really good body work Look, on your car. I hope you don't get in a wreck, but if you do. But I may have been in one in the past, and they might have taken care of my, yes. Yeah, well, so. fender bender. Conroe Golf Carts and Concrete Contractor Supply of Texas. I think that's the big ones. Yep. Well, sponsors. Oh, Blyle Engineering. Blau Engineering. What I tell people about sponsors, because I have a lot of great sponsors at Boots for Troops and for this show. Shout out Tex Racks, Scaff in North America, and Red Brick Tavern today. I tell people, go out and support these businesses that are supporting these events, because the more successful these businesses are, the more they're able to give back to these events. These sponsors play a big, big role in the success of a music festival I know like yours and obviously concert in the country. We have Planet Ford 59 and Moffitt Services at the top who's been with us for five years. We literally could not do the festival without them. Yeah, like sponsors the Mount- make a big difference. Absolutely. So when you see these brands and these logos on these community events, I tell people, go buy a car from Planet Ford. You know, if you need fueling services. At least give them a shot, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, just think about the people that are giving back. Yeah, and they and Planet Ford, they have a big heart. They help more than just Boots for Troops. They help all over the community. But yeah, some, we'd have wonderful small advanced auto parts, Team Anderson, Guild Mortgage. I, I don't have all mine in front of me. Cavenders. I'm going to forget somebody. Don't be mad at me. But I love all my sponsors. You can see them all on our website, bootsnumber4troops.org. So... Big shout out to those sponsors. What else? You got any tattoos? I do not. I have like a, a scar from when I had my Achilles tendon surgery. What's the wildest night you ever had playing at a gig? How drunk were you? <laughs> well, one of the funnest. I don't, yeah, wildest. I might not remember that night. And I might not talk What's about it on stage TV. What's the or venue you've ever played? So, um... 2018, 19, 20, we went down and played Jerry Jeff Walker's birthday party in Ambergus K. Belize. Oh, that was Belize. really that was really fun. It was that a paid trip and everything? Yeah. Wow. That was really fun. Oh man. We got down there with two gigs booked and we played one right off the plane almost. And I went back to my room to get ready to go out for dinner and there was a knock at the door and it was a an officer that was like, uh, I need to talk to Miss Glenn. I'm like, I, I just here. You're going to jail in a foreign country. Just got here. He's like, oh no, no, no. I own AJ's. I'd like, I'd like for you to come play my club. I'm like, yes, sir. We'll so be right over. He hired you while you were down there? Yeah. Oh it's man, make cool. some extra money on the trip. Yeah. So we played every day. We didn't have just two gigs. We had seven. Yeah. So good. something just came to my mind. Uh oh. We got a little time here. So talk to people about because you and I have met and we've had lunches and happy hours and Talk to people about how the challenges of putting together a music festival like this, the work that goes into it. You talked about stress and anxiety and depression. I mean, you can really get into a rabbit hole planning. You you really, when you do something like this, you have to put on your five seat harness and zip in because I'm just telling you, it is a roller coaster ride of emotions. And it is literally like herding feral cats. (laughs) I mean, you think you've got one by the tail over here and two are moving this way. And there's a lot of spinning plates. A lot of moving you know, parts. A lot of moving parts. And uh, just when you think you have one thing down, 
you have to pivot and go a different direction and you really just have to be able to go with it. A festival almost takes a life on of its own. Yeah. And you have to be okay with it being what it's going to be. And so I would say feral cats and five-point harness. You got to be flexible too. I got a, a lot of people around me that are helping plan and execute and God bless them. I couldn't do it without them. Sometimes they get caught up in wanting to plan, kind of over plan. Yes. And what I've realized in these festivals is, you know, the weather's going to be different every year. Sometimes you're going to use a different vendor every year. I always tell people have a plan, but be flexible. Yes. Because in the event production business, things happen and you got to be ready to make a change or to adapt on the fly. But I have a lot of respect for... Hell, I do it myself. I don't want to say I have a lot of respect for myself, but I have a lot of respect for people like you Thank and you. people who there's a lot of people like will show up to these concerts and these festivals. I have friends that are close to me. They don't understand how much like it is a absolute just madhouse at Boots for Troops this week trying to get ready for this event. And at the same time, you're stressing about weather like it's supposed to rain on Which Friday. Which you have no control of. Yeah, you can't and you can't control it, but it's like. I'm every 30 minutes, I'm checking the weather thinking it's going to change. It's not, but. So what you should do is just have like a, if it rains, we're going to have a special. What, t-shirt contest? But, uh, well, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know about that. All right, delete that. But um, there's a reason they say the show must go on, right? Yeah. There's a reason why they say the show must go on because you know what happens. Yeah. You've got to be able to go with it. So. Yeah. Well, i tell you what. People are already asking, and I don't know if it has to do with the Astros or the weather, but it's just funny because we're getting emails now about, oh, can we get a refund for our tickets? Like the Astros game got moved. So I think some people have like game six tickets or something for Friday night, and now game six is Saturday night. So they're like wanting to get out of the concert and go to the Astros game six. So like all these things are happening, right? You're trying to get logistics. Ugh. Well, it's a rain or shine event and there are no refunds on tickets. However, we would be glad to donate your tickets to a, a, veteran. a veteran or um, or a first responder. But you know, people can get nasty. Nah, not, not my concert what? goers. My <laughs> concert goers are perfect. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Seriously though, like I tell people, got to keep them, they're like, man, are you stressing? Are you stressing? I'm like, yeah, I'm stressing, but I'm also excited. So if I can keep my excitement level with my uh, the same yeah. level as my stress level, then I'm fine. If I'm stressed out and I'm not excited, then I'm going to be really, really grouchy. So they say that you're supposed to glide across the water like a yeah. swan and paddle like hell underneath, yeah. right? So people can't see it, right? That's right. So when I see my team and my volunteers and we all we do meetings, we have meetings all week long. I'm always smiling and happy and upbeat. And as soon as the meeting's over. I'm like pissed off and angry. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. You have a great list of volunteers. Oh, I've, I've been to your gala, 100%. the concert, everything comes across. So if anything is happening in the background, that's kind of like, ah, oh, we got to pivot yeah. and do this or that. It's seamless and it's beautiful. Oh, so uh, hats off to all of the volunteers for Boots for Treats. No, seriously, I, I can't say it enough. I can never say enough and thank them enough. I love every single one of them. But all right. So Thanks for coming in today. Thanks for having me. For everybody watching or listening, make sure you stop by the Red Brick Tavern in Conroe. Check out the venue. 
get some pizza, the meat lover's pizza, or the, what'd you say, the pizza The roli, filet mignon. The filet mignon Or the pizza. ring of fire, burn your lips off. Ooh, Food's good. good. The boudin balls, all of it. Everything's that. from scratch. Everything's like homemade cooking. Yeah. We have award-winning meatloaf. Our burger won the throwdown in the Woodlands, the throwdown competition. Well, dude, I'm hungry now. Well, you know, it's, it's just a there. hop, skip, and a jump. Might have to come out there. But yeah, y'all go check out Red Brick Tavern. Check out 1111 Music Fest. Get your tickets to the event. Come out, support Debbie's festival. I know she's supporting some wonderful nonprofits, including Boots for Troops. And Love Hills Youth. We were talking about nonprofits, and I just wanted to mention Love Hills Youth. Love My Hills friend Youth. Becca Smith started an incredible nonprofit that's helping kids out of foster care. It's Love Hills Youth. So a couple of different nonprofits are benefiting from this festival. We want to take this thing, make it successful this year and build on it for following years. That's right. And just thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Shout out to, again, Texrax, Texas AC and Refrigeration Services. If you, if you need some services involving your AC or your refrigerations at your businesses, your restaurants, call Texrax. Here in Texas, it seems each year the weather's becoming more and more extreme. Heating, air conditioning, and refrigeration maintenance, repair and replacement can no longer be left to your run-of-the-mill contractor. In today's world, you need a company that can provide not only top-notch services, but also provide excellent customer service and is reliable, honest, and professional. Well, folks, we're here to tell you, Texas Refrigeration and AC Services, better known as TX Racks, is the company you've been looking for. Texas born, Texas owned, with 30 plus years of experience, TX Racks offers a full range of services for residential and commercial heating, cooling, and refrigeration. If you're looking for the best of the best to handle your preventative maintenance, which will keep your equipment operating efficiently and prevent unnecessary breakdowns. If you're looking for a company that is well-trained in indoor air quality to keep your family and employees healthy and happy. If you're looking for a company with integrity, reliability, and great customer service, look no further. TX Racks has you covered. They offer a full range of air conditioning, heating, and refrigeration services using the most up-to-date technology and training with a mobile app to keep you informed about the arrival of your technician and the expert knowledge and experience to evaluate the quality of air you're breathing, along with always providing a live professional to take your call. TX Racks keeps Texas homes and businesses warm in the winter, cool in the summer, and keeps all of us covered with the best warranties in the business. Always on time, always dependable. Call TX Racks for all your cooling, heating, and air quality needs. TX Racks is your go-to in Texas. Always ready to rack up on satisfied customers. Call TX Racks today. Hey, who does yours? I think Tex Racks, I'm pretty sure. Oh, if I not, mean- <laughs> maybe they will be soon. And then shout out Scaffold North America, JJ McGinnis, for always supporting the show. We will see you guys on the next episode of the Sailor Jimmy Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Sailor Jimmy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information or to connect with Jimmy, check us out on the web at SailorJimmy.com, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash SailorJimmyTX, on Instagram at SailorJimmyTX, and on TikTok at SailorJimmy. We'll see you next time.